We hope you enjoy our homily podcast. Please consider supporting the ministry of Our Lady of Lourdes by donating to the Future Full of Hope Capital Campaign at lourdesdenver.org. We are so grateful for your support. Good morning, everyone. So today's uh, gospel, one of the things I hope you do as a Catholic is as we walk through the readings, a great weekly habit that you can start is to just read where we're at in Scripture. And if you read Scripture ahead of time, you know, and you've heard me say this, but when you come to Mass, it's hard sometimes to hear just when the readers read up here. But if you've read the passages ahead of time, it's going to jog your heart and your mind. It's going to say, oh, wow, yeah, I remember that. And I remember where we're at in the story. And it's really helpful to do that. So I really encourage you to do that. Today's gospel follows right after last week's, immediately after. Last week we were at the end of Luke chapter 9. Today we start with Luke chapter 10. I want to talk to you today about mission, because that's what our gospel is about. Our gospel is all about mission today. I always knew as a missionary they taught me when I was in focus, and it was a great principle you would have people who were involved and they would love being in focus. They would love Bible studies. They would learn things about their faith. They loved it. But you knew someone was really won over only when they started teaching themselves. When they went from being someone who received things to being someone who gave, to being someone who put themselves out there. It was a game changer. And I remember when that happened for me. I loved my Bible study. I was learning things about my faith. My heart was being won over. But I didn't really know it yet. Until my kind of mentor asked me, he said, Brian, now you got to go out and you've got to go do this with other people. And I was terrified. But when you do that, that's when you really come alive in your faith. And that's when you know you know something. When you have to teach it. Mothers know this. So... I hear this all the time. Praise God, we have a wonderful parish, lots of kiddos. And I think one of the hardest things for parents is the grocery store. So I hear this all the time. You go to the grocery store and it's like your kids are kind of going crazy. They always find the ice cream aisle, right? And the candy bars and they're grabbing those things. I heard like five kids be like, yes. (laughs) My mom got this when I was a kid. She understood this. And what she understood is when you take someone somewhere, that we would be so bored. We'd go to the grocery store, and my two brothers and I, and if you are a bystander in the grocery store as a kid, you just don't want to be there. And you're going to create havoc. And so my mom had this brilliant move she pulled, where what she would do is she would get all these coupons, and she would hand them to us. And our job was we had to go, I'd get a, she'd be like, Brian, here's your coupon. And I would look at the picture, and I had to go find that, that item on the grocery list. It was awesome. Right? <laughs> Parents, I highly recommend this one. Do this with your kids. Right? And it helped that it was a competition then with my brothers who could get back first. And mostly it was just with my older brother because we spent our time tormenting our younger brother. But... I went from being someone in the grocery store who was a bystander and who didn't want to be there to being someone on mission. 
And all of a sudden, I shared in mom's mission of making sure the family had everything we needed. And it was a game changer. That's what Jesus does today. And brothers and sisters, today's gospel is for a very specific group of people. Today, the Lord wants to invite some of us to go from being bystanders to being on mission with him. And if you do that, it's a game changer. If you begin to see your faith not as something you simply receive, but that you have a mission that you share with the Savior of the world, that's going to change everything in your life. So there's one detail I want to kind of hit on today. Today's gospel says that Jesus appointed 70. Actually, this one says 72. Some readings say 72, some say 70. And the reason for that is that today's gospel, St. Luke wants us to see that Jesus is the new Moses. And this goes back to your favorite chapter of the Bible, Numbers chapter 11. I know I don't have to tell you about it because you haven't memorized. Numbers is a book of the Bible, by the way. So Numbers, what happens is that Moses is worn out. He's tired. He can't handle his mission anymore. He's got too much on his plate. And so in Numbers 11, Moses prays to God and he says, I am not able to carry this people alone. The burden is too heavy for me. It's too much. I need help. And so what God does is he sends, he tells Moses, he says, you need to find 70 elders. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the spirit I've put on top of you and I've placed in you my Holy Spirit and I'm going to place some of that on the elders and they will share in your mission. Luke's story today is an echo of that story of Moses. Moses had three close associates, great children's names, Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu. Do we have any Abihus at Lord's? But he had three close associates. Moses had three. Guess what? Jesus has Peter, James, and John. Then Moses had 12 underneath them. He had 12 other followers that were very close to him. Jesus has the 12 apostles. Moses had 70 elders. And today, Jesus appoints 70 disciples. Right? Jesus is the new Moses, a much greater Moses. He's the new redeemer. And St. Luke wants us to see that today. Okay, but let's back up. Here's where you got to know last week's gospel. Today's gospel is not for all of you. And I just want to remind you about last week. Last week, there's a section in the gospels where Jesus distinguishes between the crowd and those who are real disciples. And what does it mean to be a disciple? Disciple means that you are sold out for Christ. Right? And last week, three people come up to Jesus and they say, I want to follow you. And Jesus says, awesome. Do you know how much it's going to cost? Because you can't be half in. You can't be a fence sitter. And so Jesus sifts, and the crowds at this point have exited. And that happens in the, in the life of Christ where he makes a distinction between those of us 
who want to sit on the fence, we say, you know what, we're interested. And this Jesus seems to perform miracles. Maybe he can do something for me. And then there are those who say, I am willing to give up my life to follow this man. If you're in that first group, if you're part of that crowd, I just want to make an invitation to you. If you haven't done that yet, if you're, you know, you come to Mass and you say, I love my faith, but I'm just kind of an ordinary person. And I'm not sure I've given my life to Christ yet. Brothers and sisters, you got to do that. At first, it's hard. When you first give your life to Christ, you lose things. You lose friendships. You lose what seems like your identity. You're not as comfortable. It's hard. And it'll be the most joyful thing you'll ever do. It'll be amazing. You'll find that your life has meaning and purpose and that the Lord blesses you with a hundredfold of what you give up. That's really important. But today, now, out of that group, that's who Jesus is speaking to. If you're someone who has said, Lord, I'm not perfect. My sins are still with me. And I'm not, I'm not great at living the Christian life. But I'm in. I'm in. I've got a lot to learn. I've got a lot of growing to do. But Lord, I'm in. If that's you, this is where Jesus shares his mission with you. And some Catholics, they, they get to that point where they say, I'm a disciple, right? I'm going to give my life for Christ. But they never go on mission. Brothers and sisters, you've got a mission. If you're a disciple today, if you're in that second group, you have a mission. You share in the mission of Jesus. What's the mission of Jesus? What is it? If you heard today's gospel, the, the apostles, the 70, the disciples come back, they return with joy and they say, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Now that's such a guy thing. When I led Bible studies for high school and college men, whenever we had a free night and I didn't have a topic, I'd be like, hey, what do you guys want to talk about? 100% of the time, they would say, demons. I don't know why we're just messed up as men. But guys love to talk about demons. They're not really cool. They're actually really evil and really bad. And you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be under their influence. Here's the mission of Jesus. 1 John 3.8 says that Jesus came into this world to destroy the works of Satan. Jesus came into this world to destroy the works of Satan. You see, brothers and sisters, Satan has a kingdom and you know it. Turn on the news. Look at the people who live next door to you or the person who works next to you at work. People worship false gods. They worship power, sex, and money. All around us, there are people who think life doesn't have meaning. There are people who don't believe that they are loved. They don't believe they have a soul. And they live in darkness. The Son of God appeared in this world to destroy the works of Satan. 
That's what Jesus does. He liberates people from darkness. He destroys the work of Satan that keeps them bound. And he brings them into the light. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Do you know your mission? Do you know how bad the world needs you? Do you know how bad the world needs people who are on fire with the love of Christ? Men and women who live in the light, who know that they are loved, who know that there is a God who has redeemed the world. I feel like Moses some days, you know, Moses is like, Lord, it's just too much. And I'm not really Moses. Don't go home today and be like, what was the sermon about? Well, Father Brian said he's Moses. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I do get tired. The church, the job to evangelize and to bring light into darkness is not my job. It's yours. And I mean that very seriously. My job as a priest is I exist for you. The church is very clear about that. My priesthood, my vocation, my life is given for you who are faithful to Jesus. And my job is to pour my life into you and to build you up. Your job, your mission is to bring light into darkness. Are you doing that? I can't reach that person in your neighborhood. Right? I go to prisoners' houses sometimes for dinners, and when I get out of my car and my collar, people look at me weird. But they know you, and they know that you're a normal person, but that there's something extraordinary about you. They know that you don't live for the normal things others live for. Brothers and sisters, you have a mission. And so Jesus, today, this morning, Lord, we pray for those who are still in that crowd. Lord, if any of us here is in that place, Lord, may they have the faith and the courage to step out, to risk something for you, to find the joy of being a disciple. And Jesus, for those of us who are disciples, who are not perfect, who still have sin, but those of us who have given something for you, Lord, may you send us on mission. May we share in your mission. Jesus, may we bring light into the darkness.